On today's show, six games into the season, is it time for a DTR? Define the relationship between the Mavericks and Christian Wood and the Mavericks coaching staff. We'll talk about that. Plus, how can we diagnose the Mavericks' fourth quarter issues? Is it more encouraging or exposing? We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Lentich, and this is Lockdown Mavs. I believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. The best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know. What do you expect to happen with Christian Wood? Either he gains more trust in time. He gets traded or everything stays the same and we just deal with this back and forth kind of thing. Let us know in the comment section. What do you think happens with Christian Wood throughout the season? Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com. The Woody Wonder, the One More Thing King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Mm, That's a weird, weird nickname. (laughs) <laughs> um, just got back from a uh, trick or treating with the uh, the kids. Shout out to uh, the positive love to our costumes from yesterday, <laughs> uh, except for uh, a good chunk of our overseas listeners who are like, "Hey, what's with the Americans <laughs> and their obsession with dressing up?" But uh, it's a thing we do, I don't know. Yeah, just took the kids out, got some candy. My my kids are like super young; they're like toddlers. So now I'm like, what do I do with the candy? Because I'm not gonna, <laughs> you can't just give it to them all. I'm not just going to give my son like 14 Snickers, and <laughs> and I also don't need it, so I don't I don't want to eat it. And so now I'm like, all right, cool experience. There, there's places where you can donate candy. I've seen that in a lot of different places where you can donate candy if you get if you have a bunch that you don't want. Interesting. So yeah. I'm just going to give all this. Okay. Hey, donate to somebody that didn't get that didn't get candy, or you know, can't go trick or treating, or you know, like. I don't know. I've heard of, I've heard of that before. Let us know in the comments. Let us know if you have, if you know a place on Twitter. DM Isaac and let him know where he can donate his candy. And I'm, I'm sure other people are looking for that as well. <laughs> on today's show, Isaac Such needs to get for, Isaac needs to get rid of his candy. Such weird phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on today's show, let's talk about Christian Wood and the Dallas Mavericks because we're six games in, and it kind of just seems a little weird. There's been some weird comments from Jason Kidd that I referenced on the show. Over the weekend, we'll we'll revisit those, and we'll just talk about how it seems like his role has kind of been, kind of waffled back and forth, and he's gone from scoring 25, 23 points a game the first three games to now like 11, 11 and five points the last couple of games. Like, what's what's going on with Christian Wood? What's his what's his role with the Dallas Mavericks here uh, at this point? And then we'll talk about some of the fourth quarter issues for the Mavericks. Uh, they've had leads in every single fourth quarter this season. They're three and three. They've blown some leads. Are there collapses and just that they've had leads is more encouraging or exposing? We'll talk about that later. Let's get into Christian Wood, though, Isaac Harris. It seems like right now, just six games into the season. I mean, it's not a big sample size yet. But it seems like Mavs fans are frustrated with Christian Wood's current role. They wanted him to start. They wanted him to, you know, have a bigger role. Expected him to come in and be this big offseason addition that they made and expected him to have a bigger impact. It seems like Mavs coaches are kind of on the other side. They're very tentative. Like, 
we don't trust him yet. Let's keep it, you know, arm's length. We'll put you in this role, and you're going to stay in this role, and we're not going to expand it anymore, really. We'll let you close a game, kind of. But outside of that, we're, you know, we're holding it there. And it seems like Mavs players are just, like, stuck in the middle of it, where it's like sometimes they try to get Christian Wood involved in the offense. Sometimes they're just like, all right, we just got to do our own thing and stop, like, force-feeding this. It's not like, they're, you know, it doesn't seem like there's a hierarchy where they think, okay, if Christian Wood's on the court and Luca's not, he's the number one. You know, it doesn't seem like that at this point. So it seems like that's where everybody is in this. Yeah, I mean, we were talking right before we hit record. Like, how do we, how do we, like, kind of, I don't know, brand this segment <laughs> with Christian Wood? Because it's how not we... drama, right? Like, I brought yeah, up that word, not. and you were, yeah. you were like, no, it's not drama. And I agree, it's, it's not. It, it's not drama. I don't even know if it's like tension, and that's why we we kind of just landed on this. Determine the relationship. What what are they? Are they mutually exclusive? You know, right now, are they uh, kind of looking around as both parties kind of looking around, saying Mavs. I don't know. Is this working out? Christian Wood kind of looking around at other teams saying, is there other situation? Like, what are they? What is their relationship right now? Because you even go back to where I feel like it's important that, you know, we're six games in, but it's also important. And you see some national people like KOC from the ringer. It's like, this is the most talented guy, you know, <laughs> Lucas ever played with. Why is he not starting? So he's become this kind of like polarizing Mavs player oh, within he, the fan he's base. Been, he's and, been a polarizing player. He did not become it. He is born into this. <laughs> but but go back to whenever they acquired him. They acquired him for the super low cost. And that was why at the time we were sitting here on this podcast saying, let's just hold the brakes a little bit. Because you know it's not just on-court production that I'm trying to build an opinion off of or some take on, a, on this podcast where somebody's giving me heck like, oh man, look at all your Christian Wood stuff. Some sometimes, believe it or not, sometimes some of our takes or opinions is based off some conversations, and it's like they didn't they didn't give up a ton for Christian Wood. Okay, it was this buy low, prove it. Let's prove it to each other. Let's just see what we have. And while a good portion of people was already anointing him as he's the next KP, he's the second best player, hands down. He's for sure going to start. All this stuff. It's like. Dallas didn't view him that way. Like they, they just saw the opportunity and said, Hey, we're going to swing for him. Let's, let's see what we have. And then news trickled out that hey, he's going to come off the bench. And that was the first weird stuff that yes. started happening because then media day happens. And that was just weird. No matter if he knew about it or not, if he knew, knew that he was not going to start, that's kind of weird to like play that up on media day and like make a joke about it. And like cause some like, you know, I was like, Oh, did he really just find out all this stuff? <laughs> That he didn't. He found out in our interview with him. It was before. And, uh, yeah, and it's just, <laughs> and it's you know, so it, it started off kind of weird because there is a lot of other stuff in, in the past of like, you know, off the course stuff and fits with teams and all this stuff. And he comes in here and it's like, you know the talent this guy has. And then he starts coming off the bench and you see what you know the Mavericks are saying and what they want for him coming off the bench, and but he also wants to be an all-star and it's just it it's been an odd pairing relationship, but it's not drama, or at least no. not like yet. But I will have to say, I thought Jason Kidd's comments over the weekend were definitely something that raised my eyebrows of, oh, okay, we're uh making some of this at least a little bit public now. So if you missed the episode, it was after the it was the post game episode after the Thunder game. You can go listen on the podcast. You can go watch on YouTube. I did a solo show breaking this all down. I was there. I sat, you know, in the, in the presser when Tim McMahon was asking these questions. Callie Kaplan and, and Jason Kidd goes, 
you guys haven't asked the question I've been waiting for. <laughs> we're like, hold on, wait, what's the question you were waiting for? So here's how it went down. So after the Thunder game, you know, Jason Kidd says, you know, we tried a different lineup to close the game. It just didn't work. That's the game where the Mavericks did put Christian Wood in the fourth quarter lineup and, and tried to close the game with him and tried to, um, you know, close it out that way. Another reporter asked, are you guys still experimenting with your lineups? And he goes, you know, you guys didn't ask the question. He said, yeah, and kind of talked about it, like, obviously early in the season, still experimenting with stuff. You guys haven't asked the question I've been waiting for. And so Tim McMahon just looks at him and, like, of course, Tim McMahon, his, his yeah. ears perk up, right? Like, you can almost see it. Like, ooh. There's blood, blood in the water for McMahon right <laughs> he, there. He was going right at it. What was the question I, you, know, you were waiting for? He's not going to say Christian Wood. He knows he was was meant like referencing Christian Wood, like subtweeting Christian Wood, but he didn't want to mention it. He wanted Kid to say it. And then uh, McMahon asked another question. What are you looking for in that closing lineup? Jason Kidd says, well, you know, we got to guard the ball. Can't just rely on Luka. Someone else has to step up there. We left Christian Wood out there with that group. And it didn't go well on either end. That's the first like specific mention of Christian Wood that Jason Kidd had. And then I think Callie Kaplan asked, what's the thought process in putting Christian Wood out there in the, the closing lineup? And then Jason Kidd said, just to see how he handles closing games. He hadn't been in that situation, and we got him in tonight. And so just referencing Christian Wood and saying, you know, I, I've been waiting for you guys to ask me about Christian Wood. We put him out there. It didn't work. It just came off really, really strange to me. And coming up, let's talk about exactly – what that means. What did Jason Kidd mean by, you know, we put him out there. It, it didn't really work. I was waiting for you guys to ask the question. You guys have been consistent in your questions about Christian Wood. Seemed already a little contentious between Kidd and the media about Christian Wood. And let's talk about why that is coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about LinkedIn. LinkedIn has the jobs. They have the jobs that you're looking for. If you're a job seeker, go ahead and check out LinkedIn. If you're a job poster, this is what you want to do. If you're working for your small business, you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. That's LinkedIn Jobs. It helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You get this for free. Go ahead, add your job, add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experiences so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash MBA. That's linkedin.com slash MBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Isaac, we're talking about Christian Wood. It's time to DTR a little bit. Define the relationship. What is the relationship between Luca and Jason Kidd? Because we heard the comments that he said after the Thunder Chris, game. Christian Wood and Jason Kidd. What did I say? You said Luca. I just want to make make that very clear. I just, we just haven't said Luca's name yet in the podcast, and I needed to mention it. Like it's it's in my it's so in you my can put it in the title. It's in my brain. Yeah, I got to put it in the title somehow. I got for the YouTube numbers. I've got to put it in there somehow. Yeah, for Christian Wood and Jason Kidd. We've heard his comments. He definitely wanted to bring him up. He wanted reporters to bring mm -hmm. him up, and he knew the reporters were going to. He, know, he knows it's kind of a weird, contentious thing with the reporters and, and the Mavs right now, but where is it with actually Jason Kidd and Christian Wood? Oh, well, that, that was the most telling thing to me was, oh, crap. Like, you're going to talk about this you know, to the media. You're going to bring this up to the media. Unprompted. That, unprompted, and, you know, he's he is – hearing or at least hearing the questions from media that you know the whole first off the whole like why is x player not playing x minutes is for a lot of coaches shout out to nick and i have and to apologize that you felt that he should have played more 
for a lot of coaches hey, get was, frustrated about it. I was it. right about that. <laughs> um, shout out to my days of Nerlens Noel and Rick Carlisle. Good morning, you know, <laughs> Rick absolutely hated that I was asking why Nerlens was not playing after he almost signed a ninety million dollar contract with us, <laughs> and uh, you know, so much that. Yeah, I mean, he went around to some other people to get that message to me that, hey, I don't like you asking about this. It's true. Um, it's true. We heard it from multiple people. And so so coaches don't like that, uh, you know, sometimes of asking, or I say a lot of times, why a certain player isn't playing. So he he knew that that was a thing. And yeah. obviously you trade for a guy and, a, and the guy's putting up points and everything. But this is something we always have to remember when, when any of these situations happen shocking here but there's there's conversations and practices that we don't see yeah it's not just the basketball course not just the 22 minutes that he plays uh, on the court that factors into why somebody starts or why somebody doesn't finish a game and all of that and it's fun for us to fire off our takes of why something doesn't happen but there is stuff in conversations and practice stuff that we don't see at all that impacts a lot of these rotation things and I thought that was really telling of when when Kid brought that up and bringing attention to that on after that OKC game of like, hey, I tried it out, right? I put Kid in there for y'all. I mean, he he didn't do it for us, you know, for no. for media, but it's like it, it sounded you know, like it the way that he said it. It sounded like it, but yeah, I, I have to think that he's he's running this team in good faith and doing what's best what he yeah. thinks is best for the team it doesn't have this like secret agenda that he's trying to push with christian wood we're like all right i gotta humble him and do this i'm like ooh, the media wants it i'm just gonna give it to him a little taste and then it won't work and then i'll just come back like come on like really he's doing that or maybe he's getting a text from somebody else too but you know that that's the that's the type of thing for kid it's like it 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 played off and it was fun. You know, it was funny to see kids say, you know, feel like, oh, all right, I played him. See, y'all wanted to play to end of game and look what happened right. type thing. But it's just paraphrasing that. And it's just very clear right now. They like him in the six man role. Yes. They like him on the floor, getting shots up, getting buckets whenever Lucas not on the floor. And they trust Maxi more in the closing lineups. And that that is just very clear. And I know for a lot of fans that is very frustrating. But if you go if you approach a situation like we were talking about at the beginning of the trade of it's this buy low thing. That's why I didn't have the super high expectations at the beginning of the season. It's like, I'm not, they, since they weren't viewing him that way, it, it was more of what I wasn't hearing yeah. about their relationship with, with Christian Wood early on instead of what I was. And that's what I was like, Oh, okay. Y'all really aren't viewing him as this like, Number two, like when they traded for KP, I know it's a different type of player. It was immediately, man, he's we're looking. Guy. He's the guy next to Luca, and they touted him all this stuff. There was never that with Christian Wood, and that's why my expectations were never super high. It's like let's just see how this plays out. I think it really was just a swing of let's get him in here for a low cost. He's a super talented guy, and let's just see how it fits. And they're still figuring that out right now. And he gets points off the bench, but they don't trust him to finish games. And that's why I threw out earlier in the season, like he could finish the, the season with the Mavs and have a breakout big time year on a winning team and prove everybody he is a winning basketball player. Or he could be off this team in two months. In either scenario, I wouldn't be shocked because that's just they made the swing and they're just seeing how it plays out. And you have to think about some of the Mavericks issues right now that they have the number one offense in the nba right now they're playing efficient offense and part of it's because lucas just playing out of his mind their defense has to catch up they're number one in the nba in 
uh, offensive rating. I think they're 18th or like in the 20s in, in defensive rating right now. They're still trying to figure out defense, and that goes into some of their fourth quarter issues we may mention today. But with Christian Wood, he's been pretty he's been pretty solid so far. But we knew this was going to be a ramping up process. And considering what the Mavericks' issues have been, of course they're going to play Maxi a little bit more than Christian Wood because of what they're trying to focus on. Like, all right, we got to get our defense right. Well, let's play our three best defensive players in the Bang Bros and Dorian May Smith, Luca, and, and uh, Reggie Bullock and Maxi. Let's try and figure. Let's try and get that tightened down and figure that out first in these opening games before we really dive into this. All right, let's let's make Christian Wood this big focal point of our offense that's already that's already working and and, and pretty efficient, and instead and and hurt the other end of it. Now, Christian Wood has been he's overall on defense according to Synergy. He's been good. Like they have their ranking of excellent, very good, you know, good, and then it's what is it, average, below average, and poor. He's good, so he's like a little like above average on that, which which is good. He's allowing .924 points per possessions on defense overall, which has been great. And I think he's really he's playing well in his role. He's playing against these second units. He's not having to guard the you know the the like the the big starting centers or the or the really fast like starting fours and the other teams right now he's playing really well in his role off the bench I think they're comfortable with that and they want to stick with that for a little while until they elevate him to this next time this was always going to take time we, we talked about this it's always going to take time for him to grow into that role it just so happened that he scored 25 points 25 points and 23 points in his first three games and then you look at it and you're like okay this guy needs a bigger role and then now all of a sudden if, like if he had these games non-consecutively would we be looking at it the same way if he had like a good game an average game a good game an average game i don't think we'd be looking at this the same way because he started the season with three really good games the mavericks had some struggles i think we look at it a little differently and and we have to remember like the best versions of christian wood that we've seen was on the rockets and the pistons and it's like they want to see like players look different on winning playoff teams and they might look at it and say I'm I'm not saying it's the same same I mean Dennis is having a a good you know resurgence this year but it's like you look at some of you know Dennis's numbers his rookie season and they weren't some of them weren't horrible but the Mavericks didn't win a ton of games and it's like Mavericks start winning bad you know they trade him and all the stuff and it, it's that's a they got to figure out what's the winning basketball role for Christian Wood and he is so talented and they'll see I mean so I'm excited for it. I I still don't have uh, my expectations haven't changed since the beginning of the season. Like once again, he could be traded in a few months or he could finish the, you know, finish this year as the leading six man and win the six man of the year, you know, that I don't I still don't think there's a world in which, you know, he starts 50 games for the Mavs this year and, and all of that. I think it's six man or it's something else and but what he brings off the bench. I think the only thing that right now that I, I do question a little bit is the Jason kid comment about like, Hey, we need somebody else to like score the basketball. We need somebody else besides Luca. Can't just be Luca. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well like Christian Wood can do that. Like he can and, get buckets <laughs> and he's dying to do it. Like he really wants to be that guy and wants to step up and wants the ball in these situations. So coming up, let's talk about that a little bit. It's an interesting dichotomy and looking at, Christian Wood and seeing this guy that wants this role so badly and Jason Kidd that wants someone to step up into this role. Why have those two not coincided? We'll talk about that a little bit coming up.
All right, Isaac Harris. Let's continue our conversation with Christian Wood. I think we're having a good conversation. Let's push the fourth quarter stuff a little bit later. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. Um, there's this interesting dichotomy with Christian Wood and Jason Kidd right now. Jason Kidd has said in multiple post games, we got to have somebody else besides Luca step up. We've got to have somebody else take you know take control or, or like produce or do something <laughs> with, with Luca. Can't just be all Luca because it has been all Luca so far. Christian Wood is a player that wants that. He's in a contract year. He's playing on a winning team for the first time. He sees his opportunity. Anytime he gets the ball, you can just tell. Like he, I'm, I'm taking it up myself. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this shot. I'm doing this. I'm confident. I'm, I'm, I'm being me. Like I'm scoring. I'm gonna do this. You can see his confidence. And you kind of, I don't know if you, you see that confidence in Tim Hardaway Jr. when he takes his shots, but in Dinwiddie, you haven't really seen it as, uh, as equally as you've seen it with some of these other guys. And so you look and you're like. Well, they want somebody to step up. Why aren't they allowing Christian Wood to just step into that role? Because he's, he des- he really, really wants it. Well, I think it depends on what that role, like are we talking about the role, you know, alongside Luca in the same lineups? Or are we talking about that role when Luca's not on the floor? Or are we talking about that role towards the end of the games? Because I think Dallas could do a little bit better at getting him better opportunities on offense whenever, you know, I talked about get him catching the ball so far away from the basket. It's like, can we get him the ball, Yeah, you know, kind of closer to the basket? Some of it's on him too for not using, you know, he is a little lighter frame, uh, not as much as KP, but not, not, you know, pushing his guy, pinning him down and getting, you know, holding that position in the paint. But, you know, some of those possessions, like you, you look at Jason Kidd sometimes, it's like, all right, that's not helping your case with coach there. <laughs> of, you know, Christian Wood has at the top of the key, and it's like, step back, three. And it's like, he's shooting, you know, a good percentage. What, shooting 56% from three this year. I mean, it's pretty dang good. He's, for he's got 60. an excellent rating in spot-ups on Synergy right now. And he's 14% of his plays have been spot-up shots, which is incredible. He's 1.9 points per possession on his spot-up shot so far, which it's a lot of threes, but he, he's really shooting well. Yeah, so you know what probably makes the coaching staff cringe is when he catches it, you know, at 28 feet and tries to do a step back or get, you know, so Isol- isolation. 18% of his of his possessions so far. He's below average. He's a .875 right now. So like that's the that's the interesting thing with Christian Wood is it's a little bit of the KP thing. They want him to step up, but you got to set him up a little bit. You can't just give him the ball in space and let him you know, and let him cook, right? Like, like cook somebody in front of him, unless it's a mismatch and he posts up on him. And then he's excellent in that, according to Synergy as well. So it's like they're in this weird in between. You can't just give him the ball at the top of the key, but you got to give him in the post in the right spot and find it. And so it's a little different to give him the, give Christian Wood the offensive reins than it would be to give Dinwiddie or even Tim Hardaway Jr. like offensive reins a little bit more. And, and we've talked about the end of games, you know, why he doesn't play the end of games sometimes because. What happens at the end of the games? Luka Doncic is going to have the ball every single time in a, in a close clutch game, okay? And should. And should. And he, you're going to trust your quarterback. It's a two-minute drive in the NFL, and you're going to say, hey, we have Pat Mahomes. Go out there and make a play, okay? And for Luka, they're either going to do ISO or they're going to bring the high pick and roll up for him and say, all right, now get off that pick and roll and now make your make your your choice. He's going to get to the basket, he's going to do a step back or he's going to get to the paint. They're going to, you know, close in, he's going to hit one of the guys, Reggie Dorian, Maxi whoever it is. The thing is with Maxi over him is all they're asking the the five to do at that point is to just stay in your spot. Yeah. You have a, a a specific spot there. Stay in your spot or spot up after setting setting the pick. 
you're not asking the five man. You're not asking anybody else to do ISO, to do step backs, to do anything else. This is Lucas time. So they're looking at it saying, all right, who do we want in that designated spot, that very defined spot? We would rather have Maxi, who can shoot in their mind probably just as good from three, but he's a much better defensive player. And Maxi is a much better defensive player yeah. than Christian Wood. So that's why they're, and they trust him. Maxi's been in the system for a long time. So that's why I'm not shocked at all. That's why I brought up the whole thing of like Maxi versus Christian Wood minutes because it makes sense why they have Maxi out there. I am so curious to see how Christian Wood still feels about this three weeks from now. Yes. Four four weeks from now. He still says a lot of the right things. There's a few things here and there. The the pouting comment was a little weird. It's like, I, I could be pouting right now, but I'm not. Like, there's a few things. But understandably, he's very confident in who he is. Like, yeah. we're talking about a guy who tweeted out before the season about Derrick Rose telling him he's going to be an all-star in three years, and this is the third year. So, uh I don't know if All Star is is in his future this oh, year. Man, you're casual, but how will where will Christian Wood's mind be at if two months from now he's still on the team, he's still in a six man role, he's not finishing games, but the Mavericks have a top four, top five record in the West? Where is he going to be at? Where is his head at? Because it's contract year. What's better? What's better for his con- for his next contract? To show that he can be a six man, still put up good numbers and be on a playoff team, or for him to get put up a bunch of other stats as a starter. I don't know. You know who's an interesting like uh case study for this? JaVale who, McGee who? on his team right now in his career. You think about JaVale McGee's career, and he started out in Washington as this uber athletic, like, oh my gosh, the sky's the limit if this guy can just put it all together headwise on the court. Then he, you know, like He's kind of in and out, like, all right, he's shacked in a fool, and he's kind of a laughing stock in the league a little bit, it seems like. And you're like, okay, he's on these Wizards teams that are just like weird, and just weird stuff is happening with them. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to try to figure out what to do with my career. And he goes to, you know, he bounces around a lot. And then you know what he does? After, after the Mavericks, where that kind of went weird too, you know what he does? He goes to the Warriors, and he's like, I'm going to come off the bench for the Warriors with KD and all them, and I'm going to just play my role do really well in my role and learn how to play winning basketball. He did. Then he goes to the Lakers and starts, you know, all their, all their games pretty much up until the finals. And then now he's like, Oh, this, this veteran guy that you want on this team. And that's why the Mavericks signed him to this deal is because he went and did that and went through this whole journey with the Warriors where he learned how to win, learned how to be a part of like a team like that. And it's an interesting case study to look. It's obviously on a different level because JaVale McGee, Christian Wood, different levels of player, but the way that JaVale McGee did that, uh, is sort of what Christian Wood should probably do right now, right? And so I'm I'm curious if they've had any conversations about, hey, JaVale, when you were in Golden State, didn't weren't you frustrated that you didn't get to play X number of minutes more or didn't get to do this? And, you know, how did you learn how to do that? I'm curious if they've had any conversations about that. Yeah, that, that is a good point because it, this could be like a career-defining type of season for him if he shows. I think it, I think it is. I think. Yeah, it it's like I can it, either way. Because what does right. it look like for his next contract if it doesn't work out in Dallas and this does turn into some drama and Dallas does trade him before the deadlines? Like, dude, he just wasn't bought into that six man role. Where you know, where does he go at that point? Is it Charlotte and then it's another <laughs> that bad first, team? That was the first team to get in my mind too. That's so funny. <laughs> and then it's back to getting getting buckets again, and it's back to Houston Detroit scenario. And then what's his next contract look like and, and all of that? I, I I don't know w- what it is. Or he shows 
the JaVale McGee rep. But I, I don't want to compare him to JaVale because I think he's... Different players, different role yeah. and all that. But just the way that JaVale McGee went to that situation, it took a lower role than he had normally been used to. It, the concept, yes, but he's a better player than For JaVale. sure. Agreed. So can he show that, hey, I can be a Jordan Clarkson type of guy, 6'10 Jordan Clarkson, but on a really good... Like those jazz teams that yep. you know had such good records and playoff runs and all that stuff. So that's the type of can he prove that? Can he fully buy into that role? If this is his role all season long, will he be fully bought in by the end of the end of the season? And not to pour salt in the wound, but man, he would have been great playing with Brunson. <laughs> Stop. I knew you were gonna sneak this in here somehow. But but he but he would have though. I honestly I honestly didn't plan it and plan it, but like Brunson obviously starting a season really good with New York, but I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, you know, Brunson is a a much better like playmaker than Dinwiddie. And it's like, man, I wonder, like I was was watching uh, Brunson with Julius Randle and just seeing how Randle plays off of him, seeing how Brunson, like Brunson coaches him up and different stuff. It's like, man, if Luca was off the floor and then it was Brunson doing that stuff with Christian Wood and just bringing out, and then you'd have, you'd literally have two guys that could set him up and play with him all that. So that's unfortunate. I wish that, you know, that could have happened, would have happened, but, um, the wine, but yeah, the wine, the wine, the wine, um, Christian Wood continues to be one of the most polar, uh, the polarizing player for Dallas this season. For and sure. I, th- I think it's still going to be a thing that's going to divide some of the fan base and, you know, when he comes out of the game, there's going to be there's going to be games that they take Christian Wood out of the game in the fourth and they lose. And there's going to be a portion of people that, that just throw a living fit about it. <laughs> there's going to be games he has five points. There's going to be games he has. I think he's points. I think he's going to have some 30 point games and we're all going to freak out about it because he's that talented. But we have to remember it's not just what happens on the floor. There's practices. There's conversations. There's all the other stuff that factors into playing time and roles. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen today. Now go make your second listen. Locked On Sports today. Incredible show talking about all things sports. Having interviews with all with hosts all across our network that cover their teams every single day so they know their teams the best. Go check it out. Locked On today. Just 22 minutes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom.